Hi. Welcome back to Blurred Box. This is going to be a bit of a different episode because in comparison to our last few, in celebration of our class of 2020 seniors graduating this weekend, we've put together a bunch of interviews asking our seniors what their senior experience was like, as well as some advice they might have for their fellow underclassmen. And they gave us some final words for their friends and OHS community as they depart the school and embark on a new journey. So I guess with that being said, let's get into it. Hi, my name is Haim Zrachi, OHS class of 2020. I'm Ingrid Altunas, and I'm a senior at OHS. My name is Emma Langdon. I am a senior this year. So I'm Emily Fields, and yeah, I'm from the class of 2020. I'm Mark Soon, and I'm a graduating senior from the class of 2020. My name is Noni Gidenov, and I am a graduating senior class of 2020. Hi, I'm Ethan. I am a senior in the class of 2020. I'm Elliot Carlisle, and I am a senior at OHS. Hello, I'm Kat Davis, and I am a senior in the graduating class of 2020. My name is Tomaj Belmar de Costa. I'm a senior, and I'm class of 2020. I'm Kieran Allen. Uh, I'm a graduating senior of OHS class of 2020. Hi, my name is Nicholas Wu. Uh, I'm a graduating senior at Stanford Online High School. Hi, my name is Wu Tagbo. I am a graduating senior from the class of 2020. I'm Emma Lunch. I'm a graduating senior for class of 2020. I'm Ksenia Curry. I'm a senior at OHS in the graduating class of 2020. Senior years often filled with many new experiences, so we decided to ask our seniors about their senior experience. This is what they had to say. This year has been, uh, as, as always, different. Each year is, is, has been somewhat different. It's been interesting because this is like my final year, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like my final year because it just feels like I'm going, I'm going on to, to college to continue, continue things. Okay, something you literally did not tell me is that senior year is not easy. It's not like, you know, kick back in the box. And I think my senior experience is different than a lot of senior experiences ever. Well, I mean, my senior experience, the first half has been like really hectic. So it's been pretty, pretty great, especially compared to my junior year. Um, first of all, I've met a lot of new people, you know, uh, getting new classes and all uh, in the last year is, is a special thing because you know it's going to be your last opportunity. Uh, so I've made sure to make the best of it. Like really smooth, like it's like pretty much anything I would have wanted as like a senior. Just like kind of be able to like kick back, kind of like not really have to work. But yeah, that's that was my senior experience. It's been awesome. I mean, no complaints. I've loved OHS. You know, this final year has been a you know real transition, going from junior year where you're all like studying SAT and going crazy, but then you know get the senior year, you see it all sort of paying off. I would say it's been. A roller coaster of a lot of emotions, a lot of like happiness and sadness, but also just like I feel like it kind of grew into myself in senior year. I've been at OHS for six years. I split my senior year into two years, which is something that some people usually don't do. Um, okay. So I think that would be um, it'd be useful for some people to know about it. And basically, it just gave me the added benefits that comes with having like more time at you know for your senior year you split your course load into two years instead of doing it all in one year if i have to summarize it it's chaos uh, but ultimately kind of like with with covid happening um a lot of things kind of were overhauled i mean obviously currently it's not exactly where i expected it to be to be honest 
the first half of it up until everything kind of blew up in the world. Um, it was pretty good. It was busy with college applications and everything, but I felt supported by everyone. First semester was a lot of work with college apps, um, and second semester was more a lot of emotional stress of trying to determine where to go to college, but I'm pretty happy with where um, it looks like I'm heading now. My senior experience at OHS has been a good experience. I definitely have experienced senioritis. I think that senior year, personally for me, is almost harder than junior year. Ah, that was a trip. Um, mm. There were a lot of ups and downs, and as, as you'd expect with anyone going through the college admissions process um, and all, um, I think generally, well, the year went well. It wasn't, it felt like it wasn't as hard as junior year was in terms of grinding to get to get things done in terms of what we actually need to prepare for the next year? Well, it's been quite an unprecedented year. I don't think my senior year went as I anticipated it would go, but I think it's been a really positive experience. Nonetheless, I've really enjoyed my classes and I feel that I've taken away a lot of really interesting things academically and in terms of the life experience that I've gained, even though I think my year was interrupted by the coronavirus, as was everybody's year. Obviously, it's been a lot harder with corona because there's not really, we don't really have those things to look forward to, so it's hard to like, like I have no motivation to do like anything, but it's definitely been, I'd say less stressful for me personally than, than the other years, because you're sort of coming down off of junior year, which for me was the hardest. I started high school for 9th and 10th grade at a very, I would consider an easy um, private school. Once I went to, got to OHS, um, I kind of, school kind of consumed my entire life and it got me like thinking about um, this is like reality, this is what you need to work hard uh, on. Um, I think there's a lot to be gained from OHS. Um, probably the most valuable lesson and something that I think OHS does a great job of is just being extremely flexible for students, especially in terms of office hours. Well, there's always, I mean, there's always the boring answer, which is the cultures we get exposed to in the OHS, which can be boring, but at the same time, I think it's very true in mm. that, um, well, I came, I came in 2016, yes, as a single course student. And at first I didn't know many people. I knew you, I knew a few of my other friends, and uh, I mean, you're all in completely, completely, completely different corners of the world. At the time when I met you, you were in Australia, I had friends from California, I had friends from Serbia, everywhere. They, OHSers are all around the world. And so you get yeah. to, you really get exposed to all of these viewpoints and all of these different experiences that you wouldn't otherwise, even in an international school, even somewhere with people from all around the world. Right. Um, having people who live there is, yeah. it makes the experience completely different. Right, um, exactly. As for the, the actual lesson I learned, that one's tougher. <laughs> I think I just learned a lot about different cultures, about how to interact, about what makes us all, what, what we all have in common, despite right. having so many differences in different ways. What OHS really did show me was the importance of educating yourself in two ways. You need to educate yourself in you, you can't be afraid of the mainstream or knowing what's out there. You have right. to read articles, read scientific books, 
read philosophical theory. The second thing OHR has taught me is how not to back down from an argument. I mean, OHSers are always ready for a debate. Yeah, so, so I started when I was 11, so I started really, really young. So this is like my seventh year now. And I mean, for me, honestly, the most important thing was just like the relationships. Like, I think when I'm, I mean, when I'm done with OHS and even just now, like looking back on my like middle school years, like I'm not really thinking as much about um, like the courses and the work and stuff. I'm mostly thinking about the relationships with the people. I would say it's definitely made me feel not necessarily more curious, but more able to, I guess, follow my curiosity where it leads me. I am able to study the things I want to and to focus, like to be able to know things that before I would have just written off as too complicated for me. I guess like the most important thing I learned is like just kind of like being able to like stick with the plan. Like as long as you can just like manage your time well, um, then I mean, there's really nothing to worry about. Can I just underscore how much I wish I didn't wear that beanie? That, like, that, that worked okay. Um, it's okay to fail and to just feel helpless at times and kind of like go like, dang, this sucks. Okay, let me back up um, and figure something out for myself. Personal story. Um, MSB was super weird for me because that was a really difficult course. I didn't do so hot in that class as a whole. And I feel I still feel bad for you, Dr. Beatty, so I'm very sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I guess it's just, it's, it was kind of really a weird feeling. Um, Cause coming out of middle school, a lot of things in middle school kind of didn't feel like a challenge to me. I, I feel like a lot of OHSs kind of feel that way, depending on which schools they went to. You just have to learn that it's okay to not do perfectly all the time. Oh, that's such a difficult question. I definitely, it's been such a long time. I've been here for six years and I've been full time for all six of them. I think that one of the most valuable things that I've taken away from OHS is an ability to think critically and to question things that I hear and things that I read and also to find joy in that process of thinking critically and reflecting and being a thoughtful person. I'm actually going to be giving uh, one of those pixel talks during graduation about this oh. and so I've named it 20.5 times 13, which is the measurements of my agenda. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, the, the, the main message that OHS has taught me has been learning how to keep uh, an organized schedule in keeping my agenda, in organizing my time. I have like alarms for every class and for future meetings, because I mean, I cannot use the calendar app for the life of me. So Nothing. yeah. So like with all those things, with all that balance, I've been able to, you know, you say PSD, I already immediately translated to my home time. Balancing all those different schedules and all these different tasks and, you know, the online life with, you know, your physical life back at home. Right. Uh, you really learn these values of organization and being prepared in a way that you couldn't learn at any other school. I think the most valuable lesson I learned from OHS uh, is to explore explore and like find these crazy like not crazy but like these connections that you wouldn't have really thought of before perseverance i think that there are some times going to an online high school can be a lot and you're not going to want to do it anymore because it can get to be too much i guess if you're 
if you're a more social person more outgoing it's kind of difficult to be in an online learning environment having long distance friends and like you get to have like an amazing and great experience as well as emerging with that skill of perseverance i feel like the most valuable lesson i've learned being at ohs for four years is how many people have such diverse opinions from being all over the world. I live in Connecticut. I move around throughout the year to Texas and a few other places. So I've been able to, you know, see different perspectives from different places throughout the United States. But it's it's nice to have different perspectives from around the world and the country, uh, people that I might not might have different opinions from and might honestly disagree with but it helps me to have my worldview pers- my worldview widened and i think that's also done through a lot of core classes at ohs mm. and it teaches me how to think it's made me develop more interesting arguments and papers it's made me be more articulate even though that wasn't very articulate. (laughs) And as we all know, senior year is supposed to be one of the most stressful times of the year because it's college application season. Let's see what our seniors have to say about the process. I would say a good part of the whole college process was a lot of soul searching, which sounds very cheesy. Um, But I really wish I knew that or I guess valued myself more. I was very unconfident in what I did throughout high school. Uh, and so when I put everything on paper, like in my college apps, I was just like, wow, I reduced myself to literally this. Um, but after a while, I, I really gained that confidence in what I did because I realized that not a lot of people had the same ex- experiences as me, which is really important, especially like all of us at OHS. We always have like this very individualistic and very personal experience, I feel like. My college apps process was like a mess, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I kind of like went into it like having no idea like what I wanted to do like in college. So right. basically just like kind of like take time and like think about like what, you, what you're passionate about, what you want to do, if you want to like focus on academics, if I want to focus on karate, or just something else entirely. It was harder to stay motivated than I expected, right? Like yeah. throughout my entire life, I was expecting that by the time I'd get to 12th grade, I'd know what I'd want to say, I'd know myself. Um, I'd get to those college prompts and I'd just be able to write them and be honest with myself about them. Um, but yeah, I quickly figured out that wasn't the case. Something that I didn't really expect that would happen, that really did was, was that, was not being able, not knowing yourself enough to be able to write succinctly what they're asking you to answer. You actually, compared to a lot of different uh, different other students, you haven't kind of set your eyes only in the US. I think if you're an OHSer, even even if you've been in the US your whole life, even if you never even considered studying abroad, it's definitely something you should consider. What I notice is that the college admissions process ends up being a lot less about the individual person um, when it comes to Europe, the, the way their system works there. And I imagine a lot of countries are also like this in Europe. Imagine if they had 20 spots available, right? And they have right. 50 applicants. They get the 20 best applicants in terms of raw score, and those right. are the ones that come in. Um, and that's how it works. So it ends up being very a very different process, a lot less time consuming in that way. Um, and yeah, it has its advantages and disadvantages. My college application process was also very different than a lot mm-hmm. of my friends. I was applying for film school. They didn't tell me <laughs> is that it would be, it would be 
basically more work than what other people were doing. It included a bunch of different things and it was completely different for each school. So it was probably just an added list of five or six things that you needed on top of what you were doing with the supplementals. I made the stupid mistake of not starting in the summer, which, fun fact kiddos, do that. Start in the summer. I'm, I'm happy with my choice of Santa Clara because there's a lot of opportunities afforded to me and such. My first pick was Pomona. I applied early decision. Um, and fun yeah. fact, kids, Claremont Colleges kind of really hate OHS. Um, so if you're planning on applying there, I'm not saying like expect to be rejected. Just, Just be realistic. Kind yeah, of. be realistic. Exactly. That's a good way of putting it. The college app process in terms of actually doing the college apps, um, writing about ourselves kind of suck, especially in the personal statement. I ended up actually writing a personal statement, which I was very proud of. It's about self-reflection and self-acceptance, which I think is the hardest thing, especially for our generation, because yeah. a lot of the rhetoric which we hear is kind of, you're too young to do this. Mm -hmm. But I think with our prominence in technology and social media, I'm sounding like a millennial or a boomer now saying this. Uh, with our, like, I guess- All of you children. All of you youngins, uh, get off my lawn with your darn fangled glass stone tablet things. Uh, ultimately, don't base your self-worth off of whether you get into a college or not. College application process is such a, a dice roll, for lack of a better word. But I guess ultimately, I'm not saying don't aim high, but like aim where you should be. Because back when I was a freshman, sophomore, even junior, I was like, I want to go to Caltech, I want to go to Stanford, I want to go to MIT. And I'm, and I, I'm sitting here when I, after college applications, I applied to none of those places. For me personally, at least, those were not environments where I could personally see myself in. So yeah, I guess that was my process. I have pretty strong advice. I made a ton of mistakes. I started late. Like I said, I was one of those people where I was like, you know, I'm gonna start early. I'm gonna do this by June. And like by August, I'm gonna have it all done. And I'm like, you know, gonna sleep in senior year and I'm gonna be fine. But that none of that happened. I ended up getting, you know, delayed. I really got sidetracked. Um, my grandmother got sick. Uh, I, my SAT didn't come out well the first time and I wasn't prepared for that to happen. And so my advice is, you know, you have to consider all the options, really start early and don't, you know, say, okay, I'm gonna take my SAT March of junior year and then I'll have like, you know, I'll get a 1500 straight away, no problems. And then never have to do it again. Like that was my issue. Exactly. Uh, uh, I see this improving face. That was me. So my advice is, you know, you start early um, and really get it done. And by the way, never, ever, ever do the essays for the schools um, that are not ED after you get your ED decision. Because that's what I did. And then you get like really depressed because I got deferred from Stanford originally. And I'm like, oh. no way I'm doing this. And so that really set me on the wrong track when applying. I see. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening and don't know, Jaime did get into Stanford University, even despite being deferred. So a huge congratulations to him for that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Chloe. I really enjoyed the college application process. Perhaps oh. this is an unpopular opinion. That is a very but, unpopular opinion. But yeah, tell me more. Very but I had, I had a really great time. I thought it was really... I found that it was able to be a really empowering experience for me because I felt that I was able to take agency and control over who I am currently and who I would like to be in the future. I would definitely recommend working closely with 
the college counselors. OHS has incredible college counselors and they're so helpful and all of their advice is so useful if you take it and I highly recommend that you do. Um, I think also remembering to have a little bit of fun with it. When you get into the college application process, taking advantage of the college counselors. Uh, I had Dr. Lips and he was super useful for me. He, like, especially for those that can't, like, let's just say afford like um, an outside counselor or something like that. Where I would tell some people to start would be to first kind of come up with schools that you, you're like considering applying for. And I guess that comes down to a bunch of criterias, like, you know, like maybe you need financial aid. As for the like application process, I only applied to two schools and one of them barely, one of them had a short supplemental. And so that one, like my, the sort of bulk of my application wasn't huge. Mm. Um, I started some things over the summer and just had like a really, I really rough draft that was probably like double the length that like my common app should have been. Mm. But just starting that early was, was helpful. I definitely didn't like enjoy it while it was happening. Cause like, you can't control so much of it so like you just kind of feel like there's nothing there's you try to control as much as you can and that like in the end you can't really like so much of it's out of your hands once it reaches the like admissions officers it wasn't i guess too terribly different than just having another class in terms right. of doing the actual application but it also it wasn't hard per se. I think it's probably just because my junior year was very rough for me. I was friends with a lot of seniors last year and um, they kind of told me and I got to see like through conversations with them. So I felt like I had a good grasp of what was coming but um, if I hadn't have been friends with them I probably would have been, I probably would have wished I had known how much emotional um, effort and strain um, that I put into the college process and both semesters were kind of hard for me in that sense um, and just like trying to see where I'm going to end up for the next four years is kind of stressful for me because I've always lived in the same place right. and I don't I didn't want to be tied down to one school but yeah I guess just knowing it's stressful. <laughs> Freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, listen up. Our seniors talk to us about some advice they have for their fellow underclassmen, and this is what they had to say. I spent a lot of time in OHS comparing myself. I was a very different student here than a lot of the students. Um, I had a lot of, I mean, a lot of OHS students here had a lot of extracurriculars, but I had different extracurriculars. I always felt myself comparing myself to others, feeling like I'm not doing enough in my classes, I'm not doing enough here. Um, and I want people to know that it doesn't matter how different you are, if you're taking different classes, if you're getting different grades, if you're pursuing a different career, you belong here. I think I would definitely encourage reaching out to people and being able to find resources and to create a support system for yourself, whether that be with making and sort of maintaining close friendships with peers or um, utilizing the Writing and Resource Center for peer tutoring. And actually, I think a lot of like meaningful friendships can be made there too. This is probably, I feel like this is probably sac sacrilegious to say, um, not in the actual religious sense, but OHS. Don't be afraid to leave OHS. Don't scare yourself into not leaving, because while this school 
has many strong points. Just as with everything in life, it's not for everyone. Not a lot of people are open to admitting that. So I think it's really great that you're able to kind of articulate that and actually put that out there. So, um, well done. <laughs> My main advice would be to remain positive. Um, I'm a very positive person, I'm very optimistic in general, and so that has really helped me. Underclassmen, what am I going to tell you? There's so many things, <laughs> so many things to know. Very cliche, always mm -hmm. believe in yourself, but at the same time, at the same time, um, always be prepared for the worst. Keep that confidence, you know what you're worth, underclassmen, I know you do, I know all of you do. and. <laughs> You gotta, Looking you dead into the that. camera. I know you do. <laughs> you you gotta keep that. You gotta keep that motivation going. Yeah, that's my piece of advice. Uh, reach out to your teachers and other classmates to ask for help. You know, ask for help. Set up an appointment if you can't make it to office hours. I know that a lot of the office hours are gonna clash with other classes or your schedule. Email and do an appointment and you get help that way. Or try to go to office hours. Like actually use in terms of advice, I would probably say not to stress out, but to kind of like project out um, kind of how you want your to like structure your four years of high school. It's, it's kind of hard to do that in the very beginning, but I think just um, in terms of like course rigor and like how deep you want to go, I think OHS gives great flexibility in that. I would say it's important to, I don't know, there's a lot of different things. It's helpful to also have like a task list for things you need to do for college applications or things you need to do for outside classes. It's hard to get like social at the school, especially for like newer, newer students. Like the biggest thing is just kind of like find like a few people that you like really click with and then, and then just stick with them. That's kind of your guide to not being a loner at OSS. Yeah, for pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I mean, honestly, like, find things that you love outside of the school. Like, just doing anything to, like, separate yourself from it because I could not have maintained it for that long if I didn't do that. I think it's the writing center, to be honest. <laughs> Whether, even if it's like a science or math AP stats paper, whatever it is, they will catch mistakes that you make or give uh, better advice on how to fix it. Stop procrastinating. <laughs> Which I feel like, again, it's, it's a very cheesy, very typical thing. But at OHS, you really quickly learn that like a lot of assignments can topple on top of each other and it gets really hard to stay on top of things, especially if you have a bunch of like extracurriculars or anything like that. So you really have to just kind of mentally change your self, I guess. Wherever you go, that would, that would have been your best fit. I guess that sense like, yeah, I rambled a lot, so <laughs> We have some final words from our seniors for their friends and OHS community as they depart the school and embark on a new journey. No specific words, I guess I'll just briefly sponsor Nike and just say, just do it. Because <laughs> that's really, I mean, I think that that's the overarching theme in everything I've talked about today. We did it, I guess. It's <laughs> the best way of putting it. It's a shame things worked out how they worked out. I guess I'm just, I'm glad that I got to know a lot of you guys. You're all amazing people in your own respect. 
Focus on making the most and appreciating every period of your life, whether that's high school or college. All the seniors, I mean, you guys are all the, the reason that I am still at the school. Like, you guys have really made OHS, all you other seniors, um, mean, you make it all worth it to have these types of relationships. Okay, check us out. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. I love that <laughs> quote. Like, I've been here for six years, actually. Um, I've been doing this in seventh grade. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really cool people here. And definitely, I'm gonna miss like all of you guys. And yeah, just like good luck with like college and everything and just stay safe with all the craziness going on right now. Um, the first thing I'm gonna say is, wow, you guys are incredible. I'm not talking about like cool or good, incredible. You guys are just the most brilliant, like, articulate, thoughtful, sweet, nice, caring set of people. Um, I think I'm realizing that now. So what I would just say is keep being yourself. The education that we got at OHS is a privilege. It's not something that everybody gets. We didn't get classes that everyone got. We didn't get an experience and teachers that everyone got. We got something much better, something more unique, and something that is honestly preparing us for the new world. Yeah, um, I had a really great time at OHS. Um, I think OHS does a particularly great job of like um, building up your logic and reasoning skills and I really um, definitely hope to uh, bring that into my college courses and um, continue facilitating like um, good discourse in class and you know keep building on. This might be a very OHSE answer but I think that I have to refer to Martin Buber that we read in CRA um, who proposed this idea of I-thou relationships in which both the I and the thou are mutually transformed and see the universe in each other. And I think that that is just so meaningful and wonderful. And I think that it's something that I will cherish forever. That was our senior special episode of Blurred Box. And unfortunately, we weren't able to include everyone but thank you all to the seniors who took part in this different but special episode. And to the whole class of 2020 who are graduating this weekend, we recognize the hard work you've put in in the last four years, and we wish you all the best of luck with your future endeavors ahead of OHS. We'd love to hear your thoughts, questions, and suggestions, which you can email to blurredbox88 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at blurredbox for the latest updates. And with that being said, thank you all for tuning into Blurred Box, and we'll see you next week.